Welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast, where every week we educate and encourage aspiring homeowners to help them buy their first home faster. If you aspire to own a home, you're in the right place, so enjoy. Do us a favor and leave a review, a rating, and be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Halan, and today is a very exciting day because we have a special episode. We have some very special guests. They are first-time homebuyers. They are social influencers. They are parents. They are happily married. They are just an awesome couple, and so I'm so excited to have them on. I'm going to bring them on in just a second, but want to give a little bit of background. I was introduced to this couple um, as they were looking to make a transition move from New York to California, and so they quickly became clients, quickly became friends, and now it's just fam, so I'm so happy to have you guys on. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Decimores. I'm glad you guys can make it. Thank you so much for coming on. I know we've been kind of talking about you guys coming on the show one day. <laughs> so I'm glad today is that day. And I'm just you know excited that you guys took some time to make this happen. So I want to give folks who are watching this live episode and will hear the recording just an idea of what it's like to, you know, one, make that move from out of state you know, um, finding a new home and and just giving some insight to potential first time home buyers. Of course, every episode that we do, we want to, you know, just address the issues that come up and how you guys overcame them because everybody has issues. Everybody has to overcome hurdles. And I'm sure you guys had a few, right? (laughs) Right. So, you know, I want to start out, you know, just give me a little bit of background, you know, how'd you guys meet? Like, how did this all come into being? Are you trying to go way back? Um, so we were in kindergarten. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we met in college back in like 2010, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, we were friends before anything else, and that quickly escalated to a relationship. He decided that he wanted to join the military. Um, so that quickly escalated to marriage, um, which <laughs> led us all over the world, but like building our family. Um, so it's been a crazy ride, but a good one. It has, yeah. Awesome. And then, so you guys met in college in New York. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. Okay. Yeah. So are you both born and raised in New York? Explain how you even got to New York. No. So um, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Brooklyn, she's from Trinidad. Brooklyn. Trinidad. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Call out yeah, Brooklyn. Look. We are Yankee fans. By the way. There we go. There we go. Um, that's, that's, that's why they family. That's why the family. <laughs> everything, yeah, everything New York. Um, but no, so we went to college and um, I had a friend group and one of our friends introduced her to the to the group. And from there, we kind of kicked it off from there. Um, kind of learned a lot about each other, um, got to know each other. Um, and I remember actually that I, I had a conversation with a recruiter one day because um, I know I wanted to do something with my life, kind of change things up a little bit. And everything sounded great. And I remember bringing it to her attention and said that I, I was considering enlisting in the military and she did not take it well. So, <laughs> and it's funny because at that time I knew that like she was my person, like she was the one. So the fact that it kind of like steered her left, I was like, okay, well, I don't want her to feel that way. So um, I kind of like steered away from it. Um, a few months went by brought it up to her attention again. This time she was on board. She was all about it because I brought it to her. So she figured that I thought about it. Um, So I decided to actually move on and actually do that. And 
right before I de- right before I got to my first duty station is when I proposed to her. So that was in 2011. And yeah, we've been rocking ever since. So my God, it's been almost 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> time time flies yeah, when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. And, and the fact that uh, Shondell, you're from Trinidad. So we got it. I, I want to bring this up now before people are like, what is he talking about? He's got a special nickname for you. So, I mean, what do you call Shondell? I call her Trini. Trini, okay. <laughs> it used to be Trini, y'all. Woo! <laughs> That was the whole thing. It got okay. shortened to Trini over the years. Trini, okay, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, I definitely was hearing Trini, and I'm looking around like, what's he talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, took me some time, but I, I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chanel, now, I am definitely what, what, what about your side? Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm just Let's hear uh, your side of the story. Born and raised Trinidadian. I lived in Trinidad for 17 years of my life before I moved to New York to go to college. Um, So like the majority of like childhood, young adulthood was spent in Trinidad. So moving to New York was a transition, but my mom always had, you know, more in mind for our family. And so moving to New York was, was one of those things. I mean, I think for all immigrants, all Caribbean kids like oh new york is the gold star you leave jfk and it's really ghetto but (laughs) (laughs) i don't think if it it wasn't for those opportunities obviously we wouldn't be here right now so i'm I'm grateful to have that opportunity to to explore um those options so when you guys were in in new york you got to tell me the story about that you you know where you were living because i heard it was a pretty small (laughs) <laughs> How's that compared oh, to before you guys made the move out here to California? Oh, uh, can I tell this story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> fast forward um, to a bunch of years. Um, and obviously now we're actively in the military moving to different locations. And we had the opportunity of kind of going back home to New York. And it was important for us to go back because we'll be closer to family, kind of, um, you know, living there. Because we'd visit and it'd be maybe a week, two weeks. The most we get is like a month, maybe. You know, so living there for a few years, we would get that support, especially with me doing recruiting. It would help her out a lot because I wouldn't be home all the time. So she would have that extra support. Now, we were looking for a while. And we every time we find a property that we like, that we're interested in, something happened. Mm. It wasn't good enough or someone, someone, you know, made the move faster than we did, whatever the case may be. So we finally got our finger on something and we did a walkthrough. And it just so happened to be very similar to a house that we're previously interested in. Okay. So we move into this, we move into this, um, to this house, um, new appliances, finished basement. Um, it was really nice, especially for New York standards with the apartments. They have a little it was backyard. Really, really nice. Yeah. A little backyard. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. but it was really small. Hmm. So to kind of put into perspective, <laughs> it's me, my wife, um, our oldest daughter who was nine at the time, roughly. Like seven. No, we went 2018. So yeah. she was eight. So eight, okay, about eight. to be nine. Um, and we had, you were pregnant though. At the time I was with, pregnant with was, Libby. She was pregnant with mm-hmm. our second daughter. Um, and then her mother-in-law, well, my mother-in-law, sorry, um, moved in with us. It was a one bedroom and an office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tight, um, tight quarters. Absolutely tight quarters, yes. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, so if you can imagine, obviously, one bathroom, one bedroom, an office that we end up using as 
essentially the master bedroom, I guess, or mm-hmm. the bedroom for the adults. I wouldn't even call it a master bedroom. There was no closet. Yeah, there was no closet. <laughs> oh. um, as soon as you opened the door, it was like French doors that couldn't even lock. It wasn't doorknobs. It was just French doors. Like, you just opened those French doors, and you had maybe a good foot of the bed that was crossing the doorway. <laughs> so as soon as you walk in on the left side, like, you would run into the bed. That was like It was like on the wall. Like, it was absolutely ridiculous oh, granted man. the the basement was pretty big but that was for our storage because we came from a 2700 square foot property in california and mm-hmm. then went to new york and downsized to 900 square feet roughly right. you know so right. we had a lot of of things that we had to put in storage essentially in the basement so when her mother moved in she had a section of the basement that she would use and yeah we kind of struggled for a little bit you know so finding a property that fit the entire family was extremely vital and important knowing that we're coming back to California. Yeah. Yeah. So, and tell me about that. I mean, obviously being in the military, you know, you're, you're going to stationed and you're like, okay, where to next, right? <laughs> Get the yeah. family together. Yeah. And so you, you're getting plans together to make that move to California. You know, what was it excitement? Was it like, I mean, you guys have been here before, so it wasn't really, yeah. was it a big deal to you guys? You want to? Or... I, yeah, I'll okay, take this okay. one because <laughs> I'm usually late to the party when it comes to decisions about where we're going to live or like what cities or states that we like. That's a fact. Um, so I did not like California initially when we were here because we moved to California. Just to put it into perspective, we went from New York to Okinawa, Japan in 2012. Then we went from Japan to Escondido, California in 2015. In 2016, we went from Escondido to Oceanside. Then we went from, I went from Oceanside to New York. He got deployed. We moved around Oceanside a little bit. Um, Then we went back to New York. So that time in Oceanside, I was like, ah, I don't, I mean, like, it's pretty, but like, I don't like it because I'm Trinidadian. I like culture, diversity, good food, you know? Um, We don't have a whole lot of that out here. Right. but then the last move from California back to New York, I was like, oh, this is real ghetto. Um, <laughs> I need a driveway. I need, you know, oh stores with, with parking lots. <laughs> um, right, right. I don't want to have to drive around the block 15 times to find a parking spot. Um, I don't want to have to worry about taking the kids out of the car on the, on the street because it's all street parking in New York. Well, right. in Brooklyn, at least. Um, so... I think that was like eye opening for me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, California is a vibe. Let's go." <laughs> there you go. Okay, so that that's that was the motivation then. But why yeah. was it, why was it different coming back this time? Like where you're saying, "Hey, you know what? We need to buy," versus like trying to find another rental. Like what what changed there? Um. So I've wanted to buy for a long time. Um, when we first made the initial move to Escondido, like she told you, when we left Okinawa. Um, I spoke to a higher enlisted who recommended purchasing a house once we got stateside. And so it was always something that was important to me, just having a home. Um, I knew that was extremely vital. And I know that was like ownership. That was one step or a major step in being an adult um, and, a, and a dad, you know, and a husband and all these things, you know, so I always wanted it. So, and when moving into California, the first time I knew that I loved it. So when we left and we came back and she finally was like on board, I was like, well, it only took you like four years, but <laughs> nonetheless, we still got there. So that's right. what's important, you know. Um, 
so that's why yeah so we already knew we wanted a property and california was for me it was the gem so oh, okay yeah so yeah the, the plan was to buy it's just a matter of you know timing like how, how soon can we get it done the plan was to buy we were just waiting <laughs> Just waiting on her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because we were looking for property in New York because there was a discussion about potentially staying in New York. So we, for, I think that last year of New, in New York, we were looking at properties. But eventually, I, and what really happened, I think, was COVID. Like COVID, mm-hmm. COVID not only propelled us to, to see things in a different light, but like, I also had a big career shift during COVID um, that helped out financially a lot. <laughs> so right, right. all of those things coming into play, I think definitely like shifted us to be like, okay, this is it. This is a moment we think we could finally do it because you, everybody wants to own a home, but like you never think you're really ready to own a right, home until you right. start that process. Absolutely. No, that definitely makes sense. I mean, it's, taking that first step is, is a big deal. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and oftentimes like either people are like embarrassed or they're like, oh, I don't, like you said, I don't think it's possible, you know? And so like, once you get the ball rolling, you kind of see it was okay. Yeah. Things are starting to yeah. make sense and things are coming together. Yeah. So who helped you in that process? I know a lot of, you know, the background, but I, I want to share with the audience, you know, like as far as when you guys said, Hey, we're coming back to California. We want to buy who's the first resource to reach out to and get getting qualified and all that, how did that process go for you guys? I'll start, I guess. Um, so the first person that we reached out to was Torrance. Um, so Torrance Chaplin, he's kind of been our lives for a long time, actually, also, um, since I think 2015, I think, mm-hmm. or 14. Awesome. Um, so when we knew we were coming back here, he's the first person we, we reached out to um, to kind of like help situate our finances, the loans, everything else to see where like would fit our situation um, specifically. And he obviously got us in touch with you. You guys have been working together for a long time and it's been the greatest move ever. So um, he was the first one and you kind of like wrapped everything up. So it worked out just the way God intended it to. Perfect. Yeah. So and you guys had quite a little bit of a interesting transition because <laughs> you, you know, buying a new home at that time um, in that area was very tough. They had a um, somewhat mm-hmm. somewhat of an auction process, so you know, yeah. um, where tell tell about that that process of you know what you had to do in order to lock in your home. I'm telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be the most interesting story in my life, probably. Um, so obviously, I, I love homes. I've always been a, a fan of walking through models, looking at houses. Like I can do that on my birthday, like just. For fun, you know? <laughs> It's a thing. Like, I love it. So when we knew we were looking and we reached out to you and you had us do the walkthrough and strategically put this house on a Sunday. <laughs> Before you left. <laughs> on our last day. Yeah, on our last day. And what was crazy was, not to interrupt you, but what was crazy was we were right here looking at the houses down the street. And I was like, Eric, can we just go see the other house up there? And he's like, no, no, no. It's an appointment only. We have to wait till, you know, we have to wait for our appointment. And Afterwards, I was like, oh, he knew why he put that. Because yeah. <laughs> if we seen that house first, it would have cut the entire, right. entire yeah. district. Right. Yeah. Um, been pointless. Yeah. So for everyone watching, I guess, if so, I can just kind of like put into perspective. We came out here for, was it three days? Yeah, three or four. Three or four days to specifically look for houses, knowing that we we're coming back to California. 
um, Eric strategically put a lot of new homes and um, resale homes. Resale homes first on the list, knowing that we were extremely interested in a home that we're actually in right now. So we put it for that Sunday afternoon, and we've seen about. I don't, I don't even know anymore how many houses. Started getting blurry, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's gotten blurry now. Um, so I remember when we actually walked through the house, and it just it it hit the spot, and you know when the thing that you're interested in, and you actually walk through it or have a taste of it, you know when it's the one. And we walked in, and it hit home. This is the place that we wanted to make and call home. And um, when we got the word. Actually, I'm going to rewind, actually. Um, before we even got the word, we were told that if we were interested in this house, that it would be on a first-come, 1st first, um, served basis. So we essentially had to be the first ones here. Mind you, we were currently living in New York at the time. So we put our name on a list that we're interested in this plan for. And basically what happens is they do, like, um, once the house is available, they essentially let everyone know that these houses are available for whoever's interested in. If you're interested in, then you then come to California or you drive to wherever you are to this location and you essentially park and wait to get your name on that list to purchase said property. <laughs> right, so right. Be there right when they open. <laughs> yes. Like you're waiting for some Jordans. Like you're right, waiting for right. some Jordans. <laughs> like you're yep. waiting for some Jordans. Now on a typical home buying process of a new construction, you would typically put your name down on the list. Once that house comes available and they, let's say for example, you're number 16, and everyone before you has gotten a house and you're now number 16, they would call you and say, hey, are you still interested in this house? If you mm -hmm. are, you would then say yes, and then you'd move on with the process. That's not how this one works. There is no list. They called me on on a Monday, I think it was. Or was Absolutely. it a, was it a, no, it was a Monday. Yeah, they yeah. called me on a Monday. I was in New York at the time after I put my name on a list. And they called and said, hey, the house is available. Are you interested if you are? The prices will release on Saturday, but you would have to be here a week prior to basically secure your spot. Not you even knowing the price. Week. Right, <laughs> right, right. Not even knowing the price. Yeah. So yeah. I immediately told my chain of command, I said, hey, um, the houses are available. Like, can I put in a request to essentially take time off or leave to go to New York tomorrow to like go to California, to go to California so we can kind of camp out for this house. And <laughs> while we're trying to figure it out, I remember being on the phone for a long time on the, on the uh, on that um on that merge phone call between the three of us and eric was like while you guys figure it out i'm gonna go find a parking spot <laughs> <laughs> he got there at two o'clock and i got there the next day at three o'clock to relieve him um and he was basically sleeping in his car for 25 hours until i got there and i stayed from tuesday to saturday in that parking spot and you yes. cannot leave <laughs> oh yeah 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 you could you could not go you could even like no. go for a walk it was like oh your car has to be there somebody has to be in sight you know it, it was it was wild it was wild you have to uber eat you have to uber eat food yeah yeah and i yeah, remember i, I remember checking on you like throughout the week i'm like you need anything yeah. i you know go to walmart <laughs> like <laughs> you're, you're camping <laughs> people are like you that I was very pregnant at the time. So I could not <laughs> go with you and camp out so we could take right. turns and somebody go at the hotel. Like you had to do this on your own. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I think I told you this before too though, right? But so the day before, and at this point you're already in the parking lot sleeping or hanging out, right? But I'm packing my bags 
as I'm packing my bags, I'm putting sweatpants and a few long sleeve shirts, hoodies and stuff, shorts, t-shirts, whatever though, right? Packing for this camping trip that I'm going on, right? <laughs> Across the country. And Trini then tells me, babe, it's California. Like, why are you packing all these long sleeves? I was like, hmm, that's a good idea. Let me take everything out. So I start taking out my hoodies and my sweatpants and pack nothing but t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> I cannot tell you how cold I felt. <laughs> was absolutely freezing oh absolutely yeah absolutely freezing worst decision of my life <laughs> worst decision. yeah yeah it, it, it was not the uh the middle of summer type when when uh weather no. out here for sure it was no. cold <laughs> and there was yeah. barely anything around here i mean they you know this was a new development you know for those who are listening and don't know so in california new development you know they're they're building them like basically almost one at a time they release a couple of them um, yeah. and, and I remember some of your neighbors, the good thing is you got to know some of your neighbors because everybody's hanging out in the mm-hmm. same line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I remember them like bringing like a, a fire pit and some chairs and like, it was like a full on camping thing, man. And that, was that was, yeah, that was an experience to say the least. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. So when you guys got, you know, after the, the sleeping in your car, getting to the point where you walk in, you sign, from that point on, was it smooth? Like until closing? Like, did you have any other hiccups along the way? Like, how was it from that point? I'll say this. I feel because we we were talking about this last night, what like wondering what was our our experience overall with the whole home buying process. And I would say my response was I was surprised at how easy everything was because I do feel like it was easy, but I think it was easy because we had really knowledgeable people in our corners to like guide us through all of the steps. Um, the difficult part though, so like at the, after getting approved, getting the house, putting the deposit down, all of that financial stuff out of the way, I feel like the hardest part was actually being in New York while the house is being built in California. So missing things like the groundbreaking, um, like coming in when they're doing the framing, going to the design appointments, although I'm kind of glad we didn't go to the design appointment in person because we probably would have spent that a budget, lot more money. Yeah, that budget would have went through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the that was the difficult part, and I think also because we were buying during the pandemic, there were a lot of supply shortages as well. So it became a little bit difficult. We were unsure of whether or not it was going to be ready on time. We did have to leave New York in June of 2020, 2021, right? June of 2021. And the house wasn't going to be done until October of 2021. So then we needed to rent an apartment on a short-term lease and get rented furniture. And so it was a a full process. (laughs) It was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think people need to hear that because, you know, oftentimes you want those timelines to be perfect and, and sometimes they're not like we do everything we can to, you know, try to delay, and especially because you guys are buying new construction. We don't have a lot of control over closing dates and things of that nature. So there wasn't a lot that we could do. And so you guys were like, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. Let's get a short term. Like, like they didn't want to close because there wasn't a second stove. What was it? Oh, the, yeah, the stove yeah. wasn't oh, yes. there. The stove, yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, they, they they have all these little things that have to be done and checked off and you know, the city has to come out and all kinds of stuff. So it's just there's a lot of hands in the pot, 
And when you're making a yeah. move from New York to California, that can definitely be a little bit of a challenge. So, I mean, when you guys got here, you're, you know, going through, you're doing your inspections. And I told you about these so-called inspections. One of the things I try to warn you guys about was just because it's brand new, doesn't mean it's not going to have issues. <laughs> um, and yeah. that was, a, that was a, a funny part where we were going through and we were putting the tape on different things. But, uh, you know, were there issues that you found after moving in or during the inspection when you guys were doing your walkthrough? Did you guys find issues in a brand new home? Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the bigger things that sticks out to me was um, the toilet. I remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> How to pull a fast one. Um, I remember walking into the um, to the half bath and they had the toilet almost like, I want to, I'm going to exaggerate, but it was like, it felt like it was two feet from the wall. Like as right there, it was ridiculous. And I didn't like the fact that they tried to cover it up and say like, oh, it's not a big deal. You know, like um, you guys won't even like pay attention to it once the house is like good, once everything is good, once you guys move everything in. But obviously we wasn't standing for it. So we made them put the toilet the however far it's supposed to be from the wall mm -hmm. right inch two inches that's put from the wall but um other than that there were a few issues um that we ran into that it was almost like pulling teeth to get them to fix it but eventually a lot of it got done though so that's, that's good. all that can be yeah 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 i remember i remember the guy was pretty pissed that i was there oh you can't tell them he was. what to look for i said oh okay buddy <laughs> <laughs> Good times, good times. Yeah. Right, right. So now you're homeowners. You know you're you're moving in. Was there any surprises? Things that you you know didn't think about, um, or the issues in the backyard? <laughs> what, what were the surprises that you had as a homeowner? I don't. I don't think landscaping. The landscaping wasn't a surprise. We knew that with the new construction, there was like a certain time yeah. limit for us to get landscaping done. I was surprised at how expensive landscaping was um, and just the, the whole process. But I think for me, and it's not even that I'm surprised about it, but property taxes, boy, property taxes have been We're Or definitely diving into that one for sure. <laughs> 100%. I think the biggest thing for me though was um, the amount of restrictions that the HOAs have. Mm. Mm. Good point. Yeah, Good so. point. Yeah, not so, a, not a big fan of all the restrictions. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, we definitely talked about that when you guys were kind of looking at different places, and you know, HOAs are a catch twenty two. You know, they they do protect the value of your home. You know, they're making sure that your neighbors aren't parking on the grass and doing all those things. But you know, at the end of the day, it's a headache. The notices mm -hmm. and can't do this, can't do that. I know we had talked about you know like even basketball hoops out for the kids and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. really? Like we're trying to have a community yeah. here, you know? So yeah. I, I get that for sure. I, I, do you guys show up to HOA meetings? I, we talked about this. We have not yet, we have not yet. Um, because the last one that they had fell on Lily's birthday. So we did oh, not yeah. go to that one, but oh, eventually okay. we do need to yeah, go. Not, for sure. I don't think it's on purpose. I think a lot of times it's been bad timing for me working and stuff, especially with my, my crazy schedule, but it's not intentional that we don't attend the uh, the meetings. I yeah. would like to be there to be honest with you because I'm gonna voice my opinion as well. Absolutely, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I always you know tell clients, hey, if you're gonna buy a house that's got HOA, at least attend the meetings, know what's going on, let them know you know your opinion because they can't just be in there making decisions for you. So 
uh, definitely try to make it if you can. Um, now let's, let's talk about these property taxes. <laughs> Let's get into it. Yes, let's dive into it. I, you know, it's funny because after we had a conversation, I definitely wanted to get that message out, and we had a an episode about property taxes. Um, but you know, what was the surprise with your property taxes buying new construction? Um, so I knew that property taxes would would eventually go up, right? Especially the the state of the economy, everything is being mm-hmm. inflated. So I expected property taxes to raise. Our mortgage provider um, did an escrow analysis. I want to say about October, November, it was late last year. When they did the analysis, they were like, okay, you overpaid an escrow. Here's a check, take this money back. Um, And we're adjusting your mortgage. It's going to be a little bit higher because we anticipate that the property taxes are going to go up. Um, Fast forward a couple months later, (laughs) they raised the mortgage $600 because the property taxes went up to $12,000. And I'm, I'm looking at the account and I'm like, why, what, what, what is this number? This doesn't make any sense. I'm so confused. I remember calling you immediately, Eric. Um, is this legal? Can they do this? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I mean, definitely having that conversation because, you know, oftentimes what we say is, Hey, you know, you buy a house you kind of, you control your living expenses, but mm-hmm. yeah, property taxes do go up, you know, but they don't tend to go up that much. <laughs> so yeah. I was surprised, but you know, it was like you, you had like this perfect storm of, you know, the, the County was doing great. The market is doing great. You're buying <laughs> new construction. And it's just like mm-hmm. all these factors that came in it's like, boom, $600 more every month. So yeah, that was definitely a conversation that we were, we were researching, we were ready to challenge and fight and do whatever we had to do. So yeah, that, that is a fair warning for first time home buyers. So if you are buying your first home and it is new development, you know, when you close, they're going to estimate what your property taxes are, you know, and, and that's going to be based on that flat piece of land. But once they're done mm-hmm. with construction and you're going into the next year after you've owned a home and they're going to reappraise that property, you know, they're going to reassess it. Then they're going to say, oh, well, hey, your house is worth X amount. Now here's your property taxes. And um, one of the benefits of California is that, you know, we do have a cap on how much it can go up, but that doesn't come into effect when it's a purchase or if it's a, um, you know, a, a refinance. And so, you know, when you're looking at property taxes, there's times where it can uh, be more than that cap um, every year. And so this was one of those cases. So definitely keep that in mind. You know, um, if you're looking to buy a house and you're talking with your lender or, you know, title and escrow, you know, like have those conversations to get an idea and definitely put some money aside to be prepared. The fact that they sent you a check and then <laughs> billed you anyway. It's like, <laughs> you guys could have just kept that money. <laughs> Eat it. Like you got it, ball. Yeah, right. right. You, got, you guys got that check. Like, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. You know, keep some money in the bank to to you know be prepared as homeowners. You know, that's definitely something you should do as as much as you can. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a surprise. We, we're not used to seeing it go up that much. So I was definitely feeling for you guys. Uh, is what's your favorite part now that you guys have been in your home? I mean, you guys have a beautiful home. It was beautiful before, but you guys, it was a house. You guys turned it into a home. Um, what's been your favorite part 
so far since you've been there as homeowners? Um, I think, I think calling it ours, I think is probably the most important thing. Um, this is obviously the biggest purchase someone can make, you know? So like knowing that we actually did it, we sat down and obviously like the home buying process as a whole from start to finish is a process. So the fact that we actually went through it and now it's been a year and we're looking back at where we started, I think is the most amazing thing. Obviously like we're at touches in the house that we actually enjoy. I have my space, my wife has hers, so on and so forth. But just like having the entire thing to us and having a home where our kids can run around and do their thing and everyone has their space, I think it's the most amazing thing. Yeah, awesome. that's definitely the biggest part for me. And I think that's why this house worked over anything else is that everyone has kind of like their own retreat. Like, yes, we're a loving family. We love each other. We love to spend time <laughs> together. But we also need to ensure that everyone has like a section to go to where we can get some time apart as well. Um, and we have that here. And the, the kids have spaces that they can call their own. We have spaces we can call our own. They can build a community. And I think that was the most important thing for us. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, from beginning to end, you guys have gone through the home buying journey. Um, you've been in your home for a while now. Was Is there anything that you would do differently? you know, on, on the next purchase or, you know, if, if you guys were first time home buyers again, is there anything specifically that you guys would do, you know, differently or change? Um, I think we kind of spoke about this last night a little bit and um, I really didn't get a chance to hear Trini's answer, but I don't think I would do anything differently. Um, we, we scoured the market. We looked left and right before we made contact with you and um, spoke to Torrance. So we did a lot of research prior to coming here. And then with your assistance, we obviously closed on this place, but it took everything to work out the way it did for us to get the space that we got. So I don't think that I would have done anything different. Um, now there are minor things, obviously, like we could have discussed some of the finishes, maybe some of the paint that we spoke about, <laughs> you know, cause we chose a terrible paint that wasn't a good idea for all children in the house. But that's all anything that we can still fix still being here, you know. So no, I wouldn't change anything different. Nothing would be different. What about you, Shondell? I would do a little more research because I'm usually like I'm the analytical one in the relationship. Like, you know, I build a spreadsheet for everything. <laughs> oh, I, I got your spreadsheet. <laughs> yep. I remember that. <laughs> I did send you a spreadsheet. I did, I did. Um we should turn that into a template. But I um I feel like I feel like I didn't do enough research on the area, um, mm. you know, the demographic, just like the history of the city that we live in, all of that stuff. I think I would have did a little bit more of that, but I was really excited to just leave New York <laughs> and mm. have a home that is beautiful. And so that would be like the one thing I would just do a little more research. Uh, I want to combat that though, because I think this is a good area because I think the reason why we did look in this area was because it was up and coming. And yeah. getting into it as early as we did brings value to the home. So when we decide to do something different, there's a lot of options that we have available to us because of the decision we made to come here. So I think it was a good idea to come here. Yeah. I mean, we definitely talked about the pros and cons of new development. And one of the biggest pros is, yeah, you're getting in in an early development phase. And so you think about, you know, all the building that's continuing to happen around you. And if you can withstand that you can withstand the noise and the changes and all of that that's that's part of that once they're done yep. you look back and say wow look how much our house has appreciated so quickly 
Um, mm-hmm. And I know when it comes to, and we've, we've had conversations about different states and, and things like that, but one of the greatest things about California is that, yeah, your, your house will appreciate quickly. <laughs> you're going to pay a pretty penny to get in, but once yeah. you're in, and, and especially in your guys' case where you're in a development that's continuing to grow and it's early enough that you guys are seeing the growth that you can actually take advantage of that appreciation and do other things with the money, whether that's upgrades to the house or buying additional real estate or, you know, starting a business, whatever the case is. I think you guys like, I, I think that's kind of what Dradley's pointing at is like, Hey, we have some options here. Um, but I, I definitely get both points cause you definitely want to know <laughs> the city and, and the area and, and some of the stuff that you're going to have to deal with because most people are there as a, this is a permanent home, you know? And mm-hmm. so I, I know even we've had those conversations, like, hey, is this going to be the forever home or is this a <laughs> for now home? Has that changed? Are you guys still, you know, feeling the same way? Or you guys have some different thoughts of what you want to do next? Um, so everything said was all facts, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, this is not a forever home. This is a, a great home but it's not a forever home. Um, I don't want to limit our capabilities and the things that we truly want and expanding. Um, so we do still have a lot of aspirations to do other things. Um, so I wouldn't say this is a forever home, but this is definitely a start. Um, and also, like if we decide to rent or sell, whatever the case may be, like, again, there are other options out there to kind of like gain some value off of this home. But no, I wouldn't say it's a forever home. And I think she agrees with me, right? Yeah, I don't think it. I, I think when we started the process, we were like, oh, yeah, no, this is a forever home. And I remember you and Florence being like, this is not your guys' forever home. Trust, trust me, this is not your forever home. And we were like, but look, it's so big and pretty. Like, we can stay here forever. Um, yeah, this is not our forever home. It is big, beautiful, and just everything we ever wanted. But now that we we've accomplished this, there's more to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, our, you know, our biggest thing is, yes, you become a first time home buyer, but now let's learn how to leverage that home. You know, now let's talk mm-hmm. about real estate investing and, and that we've definitely had those conversations. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you guys because it's a beautiful first home. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a lot of people who have to move into like a two bedroom home as their, as their starter home. Um, yeah. and, and your house is far from that. So I'm definitely looking forward to you guys continue to, you know, buy additional real estate and continue to grow. Uh, but I think you guys definitely started out on, on the right foot. So I, I know over time you've done a few upgrades and some things that you've wanted to do. Is there a project on the to-do list? What's next? What's the, the, the next uh, upgrade that you would make? Do we have an upgrade? I don't know. Maybe like some built-in. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. The, our favorite thing that we've done, though, are our doors. We got doors, on custom doors on our studies, like our respective studies. That has been like the biggest, best thing for me because it yeah. just, I don't know, it defined the space a little bit more. Um, I got my privacy in my office. He got this, this very, I call it a sexy door. And that's how I know I'm getting old when I say <laughs> excited is. about doors, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe some built-ins, I don't know, because here's the thing, when we were going through the options for the house, right, we were very strategic in, in some of the, the upgrades that we decided to make. So we didn't go overboard and get all top of the line, everything. 
Um, but we did bump it up a little bit on the flooring. We did, the railing is a darker finish. Um, the cabinets, they're a darker finish, the yeah. countertop. So we like, we were very strategic with the with the upgrades so that when we came into the house, especially because we were coming into the home with a new baby, we didn't <laughs> want to have to do a lot to the home. So we really walked in in a pretty good space, I think. So adding the, the study doors were like the, biggest thing I think we would do on the interior other than adding some some built-in cabinetry yeah that's good yeah yeah it's nice nice to move into a home that's got everything that you already want and (laughs) you're good to go so that's awesome (laughs) is there any um you know what would be your advice for somebody who's thinking about starting the home buying process unsure nervous you know and I know you guys felt like you guys are really ready to go but there's a lot of folks out there that are you know, kind of on the fence, if you would, is there any advice that you would give to them? Um, so I've wanted to, we wanted to buy a house for a long time. At least I wanted to for a really long time. Um, so it took us a long time, obviously, to actually finally make the jump and make the move. But for a lot of people, I think that they're not fairly sure of all the opportunities and loans and just, um, just all the advantage that they can have with purchasing a home for the first time. So a lot of times I do reference you and tell them, like, give Eric a call, like, <laughs> reach out to him. He's going to help you walk through the process because they believe for the people that I spoke to that it's almost like a car salesman and they feel like they're going to be harassed and pushed and driven to do a thing they're not fully comfortable with. So I think once they get out of that mindset, because really it's a mindset, once you get out of that mindset, you break that threshold. I think a lot of people would gain the advantage of purchasing a home sooner rather than later because i think it's more so a mindset than it is like a financial issue for a lot mm. of people um yeah so I agree. If, you, if you have an established career if you have an established career you have a job you have income coming in i'm sure there's something that suits you in a location so just have that conversation with someone so they can kind of guide you and walk you through the process but just do it rather sooner than than later mm. yeah that's facts yeah <laughs> i agree i agree 100 percent um and i would definitely say like like my advice would be just just start the conversations right because you're always going to be wondering like what if like well yeah. what if i i can't do this and what if this i mean i remember you even saying to us eric when we were talking about like what the final monthly payment was going to be and we were a little wary on a couple of things you were like hey like it's okay like you guys can get there and even though we felt we felt ready and we like had gotten approved in the beginning there we could have gotten better rates and we only knew that from having conversations and being open to someone saying hey here's what you need to do to get this fixed get this rectified and get an even better rate so like just being open to the whole process you don't have to be embarrassed people aren't judging you (laughs) because i think people think that when you put all your finances out there that you're being judged like people aren't judging you especially the people that we've had in our corner being you and torrance you guys were there to help and guide and really get us like the best experience yeah. that we could get. Yeah. So that's why I love this whole homeowner prep situation because like you're literally providing to tons of people what we got from you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, you guys were in much better shape. I think even when I was talking to Torrance, he's like, yeah, they, they could go up, but they want to stick. <laughs> you know, that was like, this is our budget. Right, right. And I, I love it's that. It's a good though. thing I spoke to her though, because I'm a little more bougie. I've been like, yes, <laughs> max, <laughs> max me max. out, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it's good though. I mean, like, 
you have to, you know, you have to get outside of your comfort zone a little because that initial sticker price is going to, that shock is going to come. Um, yeah. But you have to be uncomfortable and understand like, okay, this is going to, it's something about when you, when you buy a house, it's like, okay, I, I can now afford more. I can do more. I can do these different things. I don't want anybody living to pay the mortgage. That, that's always mm-hmm. my deal. You know, like I want you to still be able to enjoy your life. And I, and I see online and social, you guys are enjoying life, you know? So that, that makes me smile, but yeah, you know, you, you it will be uncomfortable to kind of push your, your price and your, um, you know, purchase price up. But at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, you, you want to have somebody in your corner who's going to make sure that you're not living to pay the mortgage or, you know, going to be in financial trouble, you know, two years down the road. So absolutely can agree with that. So, I touched on a little bit, but I, I see you guys online. You got to tell me Shondell is the influencer now. So tell me a little bit about how you're maintaining that lifestyle. Cause that, that is very, very difficult. So <laughs> what's the life like of a, of an influencer? Oh gosh. Am I, do, I don't think I don't consider myself influencers, but when yeah. we when we made that move from New York to California, Dradley was like, "You should you should start an Instagram for our family. Like we have cute kids. We're going through this transition. We're buying a house. Like we can we can talk to people and we could tell them about what we're doing and inspire them to say like you can do this too, right? Because you're literally talking to a kid from a third world country and a kid from Brooklyn, like with immigrant parents. So we were not raised with a whole lot, but we like worked our butts off to get to where we're at. And we wanted people to see that that was, it was attainable. Um, it has transpired and shifted and 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 it's, it's turned into, I mean, like full on engaged community. We love the people that, you know, talk to us on a daily yeah, basis. I mean, someone you. just called me their new bestie today and I was like, okay, hi. <laughs> Um, I think my wife is gonna be jealous, but okay. <laughs> I was I was thinking that I was like some new besties are gonna be very short. <laughs> but it really it really just became us, you know, individually and then as a partnership coming to the world and saying, Hey, here are some of the struggles that we've had individually, here are some of the things that we've overcome as a couple, as a family. Um, we talk about not not so much gentle parenting, but just parenting <laughs> in general. Yeah, um, we talk about how to realign your relationships. Um, we talk about our communication, just all of the things. So I, I wouldn't even say like we have like a specific niche to say like, oh, we're just motherhood. Or we're just this, we're that. We're, we're full on lifestyle. We're giving you everything because we are more than just one thing. Um, I'm a working mom. He is a military service member. Like there's so much value I think that we can bring to our community just by living our daily lives yeah. and finding out things and saying, hey, here's what we've learned. We want to share that with you as well. Um, So that's where that's going. Yeah, we just, we just have a lot to share. You know, we have a lot to share. We've been through a lot. And the lucky thing, and I think the great thing about it is that we've been gifted each other at a really young age mm-hmm. and we've found a really healthy way of communicating and making it work. Um, and obviously with the importance of communicating allowed us to now be on 12 years of marriage. So we have a lot to kind of like give. And for a large majority of my life, I've always kind of like spoken to people and given advice on on a healthy balance of communicating in a relationship because there's always 
um, an end goal whenever you have a conversation with someone, whether it's to vent or to express um, happiness or anger, whatever the case may be. But if you know how to do it in a in an effective way, then you can conquer the world essentially. You know, so now that we've gotten to a place where we are more comfortable and confident within ourselves, um, we can now share with the world basically like trials and tribulations and effective way of being the best versions of themselves. So um, we love it. it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. So tell people how they can tune in and, and check you out. Oh, y'all can follow us on on Instagram at all things Desimores. It's kind of long, but it's all things Desimores. Um, and if you do see our content, like it, because it's not easy creating that stuff. <laughs> it is not. And I'm like, kudos to you. A lot of work. Yes, yes indeed. Well, no, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, you know coming on here, sharing your story, some of the challenges and the transitions that you guys made. Um, you know, I'm always inspired. Like I said, it brings a smile to my face. I see you guys and seeing your babies online, and I'm like, yes, you you live in the California lifestyle now. So, oh yeah, they definitely are. They're yeah, they, they don't want to go back to, to New York anywhere else. So. Right, right. They're like, yeah. we are staying. I love it. Well, thanks again for, for coming on. You know, obviously, you know, this is an opportunity to just share a story, inspire. You know, like you guys said, you, you guys have a story to tell and you're sharing that. And it's going to inspire somebody to take that first step. So I, I appreciate you guys coming on. Absolutely. If, You've been great to us. So we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Well, if you're checking out the live uh, episode on YouTube or if you're listening to the recording, you know, if you're thinking about taking that first step and getting started in your home buying journey, you can visit our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. And there you can actually fill out a form and reach out to us. And that way you can start your own personal journey to home ownership. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this special live episode and look forward to uh, seeing you on the next one. Take care. If you've enjoyed this show and got some great value from it, please be sure to rate and review. And if you're checking it out on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe. That really does help us to continue the show and bring in some great guests to help you on your home buying journey.